You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's super califragilistic, I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Be Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's our problem. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome back to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. This is episode 301 of the Mousecapades podcast. Today, we're talking rumors and news, and I have with me, as always, Vicki and her daughter, Kaylee. Kaylee's still home from college, and she just took a trip to Vegas with her mom. Why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about that? I mean, <laughs> I had a lot there was of fun. A li- there was a little... You hesitated. Oh, and I'm, they're giving each other evil eyes right now, so... W- was it a great trip, or am I sensing there's some uh, tension between you two right now? No tension. I was no. making sure her mic was right. Okay. Okay, but... There was hesitation there. I, I don't know. I just had a lot of fun. We were there less than 48 hours, and we did a lot in that time. And I feel like I saw everything that was, like, the best of the things to see, I guess. Fremont Street being the weirdest of all of that. For but. sure. Have you... You've been to Fremont, yeah. right? It's my old stomping grounds, man. Yeah. Uh, was it that weird? There were some Vegas is characters. Just, Vegas, right. People dressed up, doing weird things and wanting money. Right. Is that what you saw? Yes. So that's everywhere. And I'm sure you saw a lot of homeless people all over the place as that well. That was the saddest thing for me yesterday. There, there are a ton of homeless individuals there. Um, but yeah, so it's the city that never sleeps. It's Sin City. And it's craziness 24-7. And I'm thinking you guys were probably a little bit of cultural shocked. Well, I'd been there before. I, don't I wasn't severely, actually. It really, I think I had told myself that it was going to be a lot worse than it was. And so then when I got there, it actually wasn't that bad. And I do have to tell you that the last time we were there, you know, the guys that have the cards where they're trying to get you to go to their clubs. Right. And they're, we, we right. did not see nearly as many as those. So we through did. the years, I would say probably 15, 20 years ago, you, you, they were all over the place. They're like ants. That has seemed to slow down a lot. So the last couple trips I've been out there, which I appreciated because they're not bothering you. They're flicking them. Right. They flick, flick, flick. Well, flick, no, flick, they give you, you they'll grunt at you. And yeah, they flick, flick, flick them or whatever. But they were everywhere. Like literally they were on the ground like snow falling from the sky because people would just drop them after they got past the people. It was raining women. Right. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, we didn't. I don't know. I think it was only the first night. Nobody tried to give those to your dad or anybody that we were with the rest of the time we were there. But it was very interesting for sure. So this was Kaylee's first time out to Sin City. Yes, it was. And I heard I caught wind that you may have won some money while you were out there. I did. I won a little bit on probably the most I won on a single machine. Now, granted, we played penny slots, things that were not super big, but they weren't with me for some reason. They had gone like 
they were at a machine and I wandered and found my own one and I was like, I'm going to sit down. Well, it's easy to get lost. Well, I wasn't far away from them. I just couldn't see them and it was an Ellen DeGeneres themed machine and I was like, I'll sit here. I like Ellen. So I sat down and I started playing and then they come to the machine and mom was confused because at first she was like, Kaylee, you just won 40 bucks. And I was like, no, I didn't. But it was 14. But considering it was a penny slot and I had put in like, I think I put in five bucks. I got 14 back. So did you walk away at that point and just take your. Yes, I did. Your we was like, take your $9 done. and go. All but one time we cashed out every time we, we'd get up over the money we That's put in the That's the machine. way to do it. I'm not a big gambler myself. I'll spend about $20 once a year. But if I'm up over 20, I cash out. Well, I don't think our boss Tracy listens, but she told us that she had a surefire way to win money on roulette that you put. Whoa, the worst odds in the house. So oh, really? she told us, yeah, she told us to put it, um, to put $5 on lucky 13. But the trick is your whole entire group has to turn around a not facing the table and until the guy says what number one and she's won every time well the minimum bet was ten dollars so i did it the first day and we did it and the people thought we were crazy of course the people at the table and we did it and it was 23 so we lost that money so then the next time i guess it was sunday uh we both did it us and the friends of us that went with us and instead of doing it as two different you know times of the ball spinning or whatever we did it at the same time which was stupid but then this other guy was at the table and he thought well they must know what they're doing so he put his money on there on lucky 13 and we all turned all five of us turned around and faced the wall and it got 15 so and then we lost all that money so i texted her and she goes third time's a charm i'm like we've already lost this much money and we're not going to do it anymore she goes i'm so sorry it always wins for me tell her it's her fault it was funny I, she felt bad though she kept saying she was sorry we looked so like sorry. idiots there were just five grown people standing away from a table <laughs> and it looked like we were the adams family everyone we has their there. you would be surprised well actually no you wouldn't be but everybody has their own thing right right in that city. It's it's crazy some of the stuff that you see. I'm glad you guys had a great time. I'm sure there's more stories to share. Oh, sure. We'll tell well. you when we're not recording. <laughs> All right. So I've never been to one of those box lunch stores, Nick, but you have, yes? The box lunch stores that are like in... Um, what is it? South County Mall. I, I mean, there are other malls too, but it's a store that sells all kinds of things, but primarily it has Disney stuff in it. Oh, right. No, let's talk about it. Yeah. Okay. So they're having a Toy Story Land box lunch mall tour. Did you see this this week? I did. The box lunch team members who gave special reusable bags, they found that the Toy Story Land button and a coupon for 25 off of a purchase of $50 or more, and the coupon was only good during the weekend of this tour, but it can be applied online to stores, um, but it did not have to be used on Disney merchandise, which is interesting when you go to the store. Oh, that's, a, that's neat. Yeah, because you don't have to do it if you don't want to. Sorry, I'm skipping around. I don't want to read you this whole article because that would be okay. boring. But I did want to tell people, listeners, that we have, because we do have a lot in Arizona. We know because our friend Eric Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Thank you. Um, so they're going to be doing this lunchbox slash Toy Story Land tour. Um, June 2nd and 3rd at the Chandler Fashion Center in Chandler, Arizona. They're going to be at the Mall of America in Bloomington, Minnesota on June 9th and 10th. They'll be in Orland, Orland Park, 
Is that how you say it? Orland Park, Illinois. Uh, June 16th and June 17th at the Orland Square. And June 23rd and 24th, they'll be at the Altamont Mall in Altamont Springs, Florida. So if you're interested in going and getting some coupons from these people and hopefully meeting up with some of Andy's Green Army. So they're men. heading up to Illinois? Yeah, they're going to be in Arizona, Minnesota, Illinois, and Florida. We're at in Illinois? Orland Park. I don't know where that is. Is that, that near Chicago? I don't know. Look that up, uh, Kaylee. Let's let's get a let's get a six on that. So we're gonna take a road trip, right? Uh, I have I found this kind of funny, uh, <laughs> really neat for Disney and people who collect uh, these items. But I just found it funny because you see these creatures on the shoulders of the guests walking around Animal Kingdom. Usually, oh. every now and then you may see them in another park. Not typically, but the latest addition to uh, Disney World Parks, we have a limited. Edition. Disney is releasing a limited edition of a Banshee coming to Wind Traders for the first anniversary of Pandora, the world of tomorrow. Okay. So did you see this awesome iridescent Banshee online? I did not. Okay. So it's a, it's a bioluminescent uh, landscape that's basically printed onto this Banshee. It doesn't actually glow itself, but it kind of looks like the landscape of, you know, Pandora, the world of tomorrow, where everything's just luminescent. Right. Glowing. So... This new first anniversary uh, release of this Banshee for, you know, for the first anniversary there in Pandora. It's a whole bunch of different colors like blues and greens and and like a neon yellowish green color. Uh, And it's supposed to look, you know, bioluminescent. And it's it's one of a kind limited release. And it's prices. So. Though the price of it, oh, shoot, I don't, you know, that's a great question. Because the other ones are 50 bucks. They're about, yeah, so I don't know. I would assume probably the same, you know, but uh, just the latest Banshee to arrive to the parks for the first anniversary of Pandora. Very cool. So the reason why I'm kind of chuckling at this is because this is one item that people either see it one of two ways. It's a hot collector's piece, right? It's a pretty cool it's a pretty cool trinket. I mean, it sits on your shoulder and it can move, you know. But at the same time, others will look at it as, wow, $50 for some plastic on your shoulder. Right. You know what I'm saying? But when you think about it, though, adults who do the same thing will spend $50 for a magic band like myself. You know, I was going to spend, what, practically 50 bucks on, on a, a Dooney and Burke. Burke magic band. So while I was reading this article, I'm kind of chuckling at it and thinking, well, I do the same thing. It's just in other items, right? Right. But uh, the Banshees, you know, when those first came out, you guys, I didn't think that was going to be a pretty big hit, but it really has been. Yes. And so... That's another reason why I just have to laugh at myself because, boy, was I kind of wrong. And, and I'm wrong a lot, according to my wife and you, sister. <laughs> <laughs> but, boy, was I wrong, man. I did not get this one at all. Uh, but uh, Disney has sold a lot of these things. The thing that kills me with that, Nick, is the kids are going to play with it. So it's not going to be like a collector thing. Like, because... People that are collecting stuff, they want something that's pristine and not been... Oh, there are adults that collect these, with. though. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. But for someone who's in the process of helping their parents pack up their house and downsize, I'm just thinking of all the toys that we've given to Goodwill and thrown in the trash in the last well, Hopefully month. you're not giving away Walt Disney items, though. No, we're not. But I'm just saying, eventually, that's going to be like in Toy Story 3 at the dump. I don't know. These items, though, they just get, they appreciate with age. You know, you see a lot of these items on e- going on right. eBay and, and stores like that, and even Amazon, of these old toys. And, and even um, the antique malls that you see all the way down Highway 70, connecting right. St. Louis and 
Kansas City. Well, even towards Marceline, Missouri, when right. we went out to Marceline, I think I stopped at three different antique stores. Um, they had these little trinkets from Disney, and they're insanely expensive. Right. Little tiny figurines that I don't know where they got them or where they were released. There were some park items, pins and things like that that were still going for like $50, $60. Right. It was insane. So I, I think these items... Although we look at them as, you know, as adults, a banshee, really 50 bucks for a banshee to a kid, you know, it's probably an amazing trinket that sits on your shoulder and it moves, especially if you're a fan of the movie. Right. I would say these things are just going to be, you know, appreciate as they get older. And I don't know if you noticed or, well, you don't have HBO, but Avatar's back on this month. I don't know if they're getting ready to release. Wait a minute. On HBO? Yeah. Do you know if they're getting ready to release the next edition of the Avatar movie? I didn't or? even no, know. It's oh, you're not talking about the soon. Movie. It's not soon. It's in like two or three years. And and that, it, so you're not talking about a series. You're talking about a movie. When the you mo- the HBO, original movie. The original, but they're making a second one. The original. Right. I know they're making a second one. Well, the original came out in 2009 and then it was set because I loved Avatar and I wanted to know when the second one was going to come out. So I looked and it said 2015 and I was like, that's so far away. That's when I graduate. Here we are in 2018, and there's still no movie. And James I James Cameron needs to get on it. So, what, what, how's HBO coming to the picture here? Oh, I was just telling you that they're airing it again this month. Oh so yeah, I, I saw, I saw it. I yeah, it was on it, yesterday. Right, I know. Joey was watching it. Oh, that's what made me. Yeah, he wanted to watch it so he got a feel for how the whole thing. And it did help me a little bit because as much as she watched it back in 2009, it's been a long time since. It's, the, Pandora Land open. It's one of those movies like Titanic for me, another James Cameron film. Sorry, James. But it's one of those movies I've seen it once. I'm good for a handful of years before I have to see it again. But it was good to, after now riding Navi right. River to watch that. And I said to Kaylee, so that's the lady that's sitting here that you see when you're leaving. Or Flight of Passage. Right. Well, we didn't get to do that yet. So that's this year, hopefully, if everything pans out correctly. So this is good news for our friend Lee and everybody out there in Cali, Ethan. And I don't know who else we know out there in Cali, but the Disneyland Resort mobile ordering locations have now been announced. I took your story, huh? No, no, it's great. Did you see one of the storefronts here? Can I just say it? I want to say it really bad. Award wieners. I did not see this. Get it? You know, Disney's great with puns. Okay. Yes, I got it. Award winners, award wieners. I got it. I just wanted to. Okay. You just wanted to be the one to say it. Totally get it. So they've been telling, they've been promising that they're going to have this ordering app. So here are the, the mobile ordering places. And you guys are going to love it out there in Disneyland. This makes life so much opens, easier. Oh my gosh, opens up a whole new world. Yes, we found that out from ha, our friend Stephanie. Another pun, right? <laughs> Kaylee so, chimes in. Disneyland Park has Bingle Barbecue, Galactic Grill, Gibson Grill, Ice Cream Parlor, Hungry Bear Restaurant, Jolly Holiday Bakery, Cafe. Oh, I like that. I wonder if they play Jolly Holiday in there. Okay, Red Rose Tavern. Those are at the Disneyland Park. Say it. Say it. What? We're over at California Adventure now. Now we're at California Adventure. There's the award wieners. Clarabelle's hand-scooped ice cream. Oh, that's a cool thing. Because she's... Okay. Cachino Cucamonga Mexican Grill. Corn Dog Castle. Flo's V8 Cafe. Lucky Fortune Cookery. Pacific Wharf Cafe. Paradise Garden, Paradise Garden Grill. And Smoke Jumpers Grill. I love that... I love Corn Dog Castle. You know, it's so noble. Is that the one you said has little Corn, corn Dog, dog Nugget Castle? Yes, pretty cool. So, so guests, you'll be able to use your smartphone at all of these participating restaurants to select. Basically, what you do is you select your arrival time, you choose the food that you want, you can even customize other options, place your order, and even pay using the app. Now, once you're at the restaurant, uh, you walk up right up to the window and you go ahead and you snag your food. It, it really does open a whole new world. It's awesome. Well, like Nick knew what he wanted before he even went on his trip. 
So in his upcoming trip, he could be doing that now too. Right. So usually, what I do, like I've told the listeners in the past, when I get up in the morning, when the kid, you know, when Colin's getting ready and Aaron's getting ready, I know, ladies, you know, you got you know, straighten your hair, curl your hair, whatever it may be, and it Not takes in a our little family. longer. We don't take as long. Colin as and else. I will go for a little walk, and what I'll do is I'll get my app on. And I'll just start setting the food that we're going to order that day. You know, I'll start thinking about it, looking at the menu and things like that and set it up. So by the time I'm at the parks, I go ahead and say, hey, I'm here. Click on it. Boosh. You know, you walk right up to the counter. Right. So awesome, awesome thing for you guys out there in Cali. So Lee, I can't remember. You're going to grad night. Maybe you'll be able to use that then. I'm not sure. Definitely test it out. Let's switch on over to uh, the TTC here. Guest relations, testing a transportation and ticket center location. So from now until June 2nd, Disney guest relations will have a window at the uh, transportation and ticket center, also known as TTC. Uh, they're, it's part of a test. They're testing this out. This temporary location will be located at window three for you all, and it opens from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. So at this temporary guest relations window, uh, you can receive your My Disney Experience app, uh, application support. So if you're having trouble, you can go see someone there. You can also enroll in disability access service, and there's supposed to be some more items available or options as well, listeners, for you there at Window 3. Go ahead and check them out. If you miss the guest relations, though, you can always hook up with guest relations right outside the park, and there are other locations inside Inside. the parks as well. So did you hear that Orlando is set to host the 2022 Special Olympic Games? No, I didn't know this. Like, So the National Special Olympic Games. So So, so Aaron's brother has gone once to this when it was held out in Cali one year. Oh my gosh, I I don't know if it's San Francisco. I don't know if it's San Francisco or it was somewhere out there. Sacramento, San Francisco. Well, this is Florida, Um, so you need to go. So yeah, he got to go and he, he had a blast. I bet. So it's going, it's set for June 5th through the 10th in 2022. I know that's a long time from now, but that is where they were chose because they were the friendliest city because they feel like that they welcome people. So uh, last Friday, the president of the Special Olympics uh, of North America went to Florida and the Special Olympics Games signed a document to officially confirm that Orlando would be the place that they would be having it in 2022. That's awesome. And they got to take them to Disney World. Like, there's got to be like a Disney World package. Oh, I'm sure there is. all of them. That's what I'm saying. They got to make a day out of this. You totally need to go with... That would be so cool. What if they're at Epcot, you actually had the lighting of the torch? That would be cool. You know? Right there. Like, how awesome would that be in the showcase? So it doesn't have information. I was looking to see, like, if you could go ahead and sign him up. Or is it something that he has to compete against to be able to go? Or does everybody get to go? No, everybody does not get to go. You have to qualify. And so then you're invited. And then, you know, sort of like uh, March Madness, right? You're invited and you're seated. Right. And then you you compete in this tournament. That's basically, and I'm paraphrasing, it's not exactly like that, but it's, it's like that. So they said that um, literally hundreds will be participating in that. Well, I don't know why they said hundreds because it's more than hundreds. 4,000 athletes, 10,000 volunteers, 1,500 coaches. That's and, all 4,000 athletes? That's what it says. And 75,000 fans from all oh, wow. over the country so, will be there. That's crazy. So, I, you know, I've been with Aaron for 20 years. Right. I've Jason's team has only been invited once. In 20 years. And he's been doing this since he's been a kid. And he's only gone once. That would be so, so it's, it's awesome. It's quite an honor to, to get invited yeah. to the Nationals. That would be cool. Because that, that's what a awesome. way to What a way to celebrate with him right, at a place right. that you guys love so much. So you talked about this last week, Vicki. And 
it got me thinking uh, about uh, Tron, the new ride that's coming, the light cycle ride that's coming to Magic Kingdom. Okay. So it got me thinking about what you said. You mentioned something last week that, you know, you they, you wish they would just take out the Speedway, right? Or are they going to take out the Speedway? Well, said, I said they announced said it. something such a, yeah. to that fact. And I said, no, you got to keep the Speedway. It's a nostalgic ride, right? Like, you just got to hold on to that. So there's a lot of chatter out there with a lot of fans saying, you know, just get rid of the Speedway. It's stinky, it's old, it has nothing to do with uh, Tomorrowland because it's not futuristic right. anymore, things like that. And, you've, and we've, you've, you've made this claim. And we've said that before, and I've yes. always been a supporter of of Tomorrowland because the kids love it. Right. And it seems that, th- that on circulating around online, that seems to be the argument, the only argument to keep it is because the kids love it. And it's like a rite of passage is the only thing that kids can really do and take control of their own ride. True. Which I get that and understand that. And it is a large section of the Magic Kingdom that that ride takes up. It's huge. Right? Um, So Magic Kingdom modifies the east side permits for the Tron light cycle, removes Main Street Theater Edition. So remember the Main Street Theater Edition that we were talking about? I'm trying to think where that's at. So I wonder if we were talking about how the Main Street Theater was going to start showing showing shows. Oh, okay. In Main Street. Right. So I don't know if this is going to impede on that. It just, this was the headline taking out the the Main Street Theater edition. According to the modified permits published uh, just last week, the Magic Kingdom's preparation for the upcoming Tron Light Cycle Power Run attraction, it's going to be actually larger than everyone initially expected. Cutting into the Tomorrowland Speedway, so to answer your question, Vicky, yes, it's going to. And while the Main Street Theater edition appears to be canceled, along with these permits. So they're canceling the Main Street Theater edition is this ride going to cut in all the way up there to the main entrance so i was looking at the plans for the permit this flipping ride well i shouldn't say the ride i should say the area that's designated for the ride they have that all the way back there behind the speedway towards like new towards old fantasy land like dumbo and all that and the train curling all the way around space mountain all the way to the front so that whole side of the park. That's a From huge... the backside all the way around to the front of the Magic Kingdom, that all of that land is set aside for the Tron cycle ride. It's a big dome. If you watch the ride online, the I one mean, that already exists, it's a very big area. That will be by far the largest ride in comparison to anything else at the Magic Kingdom. So like, there's it still, will dwarf any ride. So there was still hope that the people mover could be extended so that we can look over the rest of the park. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. If people mover went through... <laughs> Yeah. Now, here's my concern, though. I don't want... When I'm on Main Street USA, I want to feel like I'm in Marceline, Missouri. Right. I don't want to hear or see any other rides. You know, I want to be consumed from by it. Marceline. I don't want to hear or see anybody uh, as far as a Tron cycle ride goes. That's my opinion. Until I hit Tomorrowland. Well, that only makes sense because that's how it was set up originally. Right. Like, I don't want to be able to see this ride from anywhere in the park. You know, there are certain rides you, you just can't get away from that you can see from most of the park, like Splash Mountain. Not, I mean, you can only see it from like two lands, Fantasyland and uh, and bits and pieces from Tomorrowland. That's really about it. Even when you're in Adventureland, you really can't see it because if you look at Splash Mountain, uh, Frontierland kind of dips and goes down right. into a valley. And then you have Splash Mountain. Now, Splash Mountain is extremely high up, but in comparison to the level at which you're at walking around the elevation of the rest of the park, 
you really can't see most of the rides. I'm hoping that this ride you cannot see from other lands. I kind of just don't understand. So I understand the whole nostalgic thing and the feel about the Tomorrowland Speedway, but I've always thought since they have in California, they have a Cars-themed ride, why they don't just rip up the Tomorrowland Speedway, so move it to Frontierland, and then retheme it to be cars themed so the cars are actually like lightning mcqueen sally mater and like the kids are still getting to and drive make it but part the of theming fantasy is land, different make it part of like fantasy land or something yeah where the theming is more disney rather than just this is so a we've talked track. about that in the past kaylee and our listeners if you've listened to us for quite a while if you remember dave dave and i even talked about it way back in the day like just bring cars on over but dave made a good point he's like then there'd be no point to go visit disneyland if you have cars land in both parks you know, which That's makes true. I can see it. Makes it. A good I think, point. I think the thing is the ride should be different enough because the cars ride in Disneyland is more like what we have as test track in Florida, where you go really fast, you speed out like they're preparing you for a race, and then you just go really. You're outside. It is. It is, but it's, it's different. Simil- it's, it is, it's more yeah. of a. Tra- it's more of uh, you know, test track is like a big loop. Really, it's all it is. Now I get it. So it's Cars Land, but Cars Land, or, or I mean not Cars Land, but cars uh that that ride it's different it just is because yeah. uh, c- of the theming too i mean you see radiator springs you're going through the canyon you know it's just i don't know yeah it's different no i get the that experience is, is much different but the track system is is spot on it's the same yeah but uh so this ride though are we going to be able to see this ride from various parts of the park i hope not it's going to be a massive ride people like this is going to dwarf anything out there yeah i'm gonna have to look at the way you're talking about because i'm trying to Google visualize it. I'm, such a visual, I'm, so, uh, visual. I'm such a visual person i have to like see what i'm hearing what you're saying but i'm trying to visualize how that's going to affect the sight line did you find out where at where in illinois this place is going to be Yes, so it's Orland Park is a village in Cook County, Illinois. So that's a suburb a of village. <laughs> Chicago. I know. I thought that was hilarious how they said village, and then they say suburb of Chicago. Is this an Amish village? Um, What's going on? But it says as of it's all a these. Village. So all these statistics are as of 2010. So it's almost a decade ago. But said population is over 56,000, pushing 57,000. Okay, 000. so it's pretty good, good size. Um, yeah, and it said primarily like a white suburb. That's where it is it, it just that's it doesn't oh, why give, it's gotta be white why is it gotta be white yeah it just says that <laughs> it's like 98 percent. it was primarily really? i just noticed that close that. to chicago that's i kind of thought that was interesting but i also said it was 2010 so maybe a lot has changed since then hmm. but yeah it's just were you small, looking up on wiki or something what yes was that? oh well pff, wiki Okay, that is a valid source in college, I'm telling you right oh, now. Whoa, is that what they're teaching our youth? No. <laughs> Wiki's a valid source? Uh, yeah, a few years ago, my supervisor invented the John Deere tractor. That was on Wiki. That's hilarious. Yeah, as it tells you how stuff is just made up. So Kaylee's signaling me right now, so you're leaving us right now, right? Yeah, you're I gotta out? head out for work. Oh, where do you work? Out in the big world. I work at Fairmount, the same lovely place. Wait a minute. You're working work. at our school? Yes. No, I knew you worked there, but I didn't realize you were working there this summer. What are you doing? Vacation station or something? Yes, I am. Okay. You did that last year? Yeah. Okay, My so schedule's a little different this year, but yeah, I'm still working same with the job. same kids. Well, geez, have fun, I guess. <laughs> yeah, going I'll back try. To, I'll try. Sucks to be you. I'm sorry. You got to go back to Fairmount? I mean, it's okay. Y'all it's summer break, shape. man. All right. I'll see you later, Kaylee. Have a good day. Bye. So great news for you, Mr. Chase Visa Holder. Yes. Did you see this story? No. So they're going to have a new Star Wars meet and greet. You know how they have that at at Epcot where you can meet 
the Mickey, Minnie, Pluto, oh. Goofy, just depending on who's there. So they have last year, they, well, the last few years, they've had the Chase Visa Reward member meet and greets over. Well, they have them all over. Right. For Star Wars, they had them over at uh, Disney Hollywood Studios, and we got to meet up with BB-8 and uh, Kylo Ren. Well, so they're, well, I've been there back. Cause it, it, oh, it, is it the same two characters? It seemed like it, no, it doesn't say the same two characters. It says, give me one second, I'm trying to scan this thing. Star Wars meet and greet is offered in the private card member location at the Star Wars launch bay in the animation courtyard. So you, I guess, did this. They act like this was brand new. Sorry, Nick. Um, it's going to be offered from 11 to 4 p.m., but you have to show your card, like just like you do at Epcot when you're going to do with the characters. The cool thing with that is... There's no um, lines. For people... Like, literally, you walk right on in. Right, and you get personal time with them. We talked about this with... Um, it's much longer than it would be if you waited in line or had a fast pass for a typical meet and greet. Right, so like the Town Square Mickey, we talked about this, where you feel like you wish you had some more intimate personal time, just your family, but they're hurrying you out to get to the next person. They really take your time with you on this visa thing. It does not say... It says a variety of characters, Nick, so I'm hoping you get some new ones. Um, it, it starts may be being, different characters all the time. They just filter them through but the cool thing about it is sometimes you get one character sometimes you get two sometimes you get three you just never know how many is going to be there or at least that's how it is with the mickey mini pluto goofy one at um epcot over by the pixar shorts that's where they have moved it well that's been there for years well no it was it used to be in the innovations but because they got rid of the in of you know our innovation area that's where the chase visa one was at epcot Oh, you're talking about the, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about the standard meet and greet. No, no, so no. You're still on the Chase Visa Rewards. Program. Yes. Got it. That one at Epcot is just the general characters, but they now, they acted like this was brand new, but you're telling me you had it last year, so that's yeah. kind of stinky. Um, it's a Star Wars meet and greet from 11 to 4. Speaking of, you know, I had a lot of Disney dollars saved up on my Chase Rewards program card. Oh, did you? Oh, my gosh. We just cashed them in on our trip coming up in June. Finally paid that sucker off. It was great. I mean, a big chunk of it just gone. Yeah, I love that program. That's very helpful. You earn the Disney dollars, and and if you if you're not a member, I mean, not that I'm sitting here promoting this, you know, but it does help out if you tend to vacation every year at Walt Disney World. You know, I mean, it's just one of those extra ticket items that you can reduce the cost of in a very expensive trip. But I will say at the same time, Disney's worth every single penny. No, it is. You use yours differently. You actually use yours towards your vacation. We pay our vacation off and then take that. Uh, Disney dollars to use for gratuity for our right. so meals and our souvenirs. Our last four trips I have, so I went there. What I go there five times last year, something I, like that. Yeah, I lost count. I, yeah, I did too. After a while, I would keep earning up a hundred dollars here, a hundred dollars there, and I used it for food expenses on my own. So who knows how much we would have actually had. Probably right. a thousand. Right. If, if I hadn't used it all easily. last year, yeah, we probably would have easily had a thousand dollars saved up. Which would have been, like, a huge chunk of the cost. That's but, right. But, uh, man, what was I going to bring up to you? There was something I was going to br- Oh, speaking of the Mickey at Town Square. Right. The not-so-talking Mickey. That's what I'm going to start calling it now. Okay. You know how they, Mickey's not-so-scary right. and very Merry Christmas. Yeah, it's the Mickey not-so-talking Mickey or whatever you want to call it. Huge ordeal on the Iman family. Oh, my gosh. Colin was disappointed. I'm like, hey, dude, talking Mickey's out. He doesn't talk anymore. You he's didn't like, tell him ahead? You're like, you didn't like, prepare him? He's like, Dad, what happened? He loses his voice? I'm like, sure enough, dude, he lost his voice. He can't talk anymore. So we've seen him already a few times. We're going to go ahead and, and go somewhere else for a fast pass. He's like, okay, Dad. You know, no, the story was a little different. I tried playing it up like that, but he got embarrassed. He's like, Dad, they're not real, you know, because he found out a couple years ago that they weren't real. Oh, okay. I would say at the age of four, he was already telling me that they're just people in costumes. It That's was insane. Funny. 
Does he think that about the Star Wars characters too? Oh yeah, he knows. Oh, I was gonna he say because he always acts like they're when well, he's, he's telling in, me the story. Well, line. He's in character himself. Right, when he's around those guys. Uh, anyway, so that so that was just funny trying to talk to a seven year old about the not so talking Mickey, and. He, he got embarrassed because he really didn't care anymore, right? He's at that stage right. where it's like, I know, Dad. Things are cool. Yeah. Well, if you don't have a Chase Visa, not that we're getting any plugging or we're not getting any money from this, but we will tell you, get a Chase Visa. You have no idea. We talked our friends, the Hans, into doing it, and now they're avid users of it. You can pay pretty much anything. Now, there's a family that will rack up yes. over 1000 No, We and, do every year. but Oh, my God. You do have over $1,000 typically? Yeah, okay. because, well, we pay for Kayla's College yeah. oh, okay. on it, and got then it. we just Pay the credit so used, card off. I every used to week. use it for everything, like even my mortgage. Right, that would come in, but our company stopped allowing us yes. to use uh, credit cards a couple years ago. And some of them will do that. Yeah. Oh my gosh! But they did up until a few, a couple years ago. Right, and uh, boy, was I racking up the the money then. Right. Yeah, we schedule all all the bills that will allow it, like charter. Because I would charge, I would charge my mortgage and then immediately pay it off. Right, like with the same transaction. And basically. that is the key, people, listeners. Uh, just pay it weekly, like it's a bill. I, yeah, on Friday, I do. go online and pay off the balance for the week and and then you score Disney points and you'll be surprised how quickly those add up. Oh yeah. So let's talk about I'm going to move us along. No, it's all good. I'm going to move us along to Han Solo. So the Solo movie comes out this week. Oh, really? Yeah, you didn't know that? No, because they've really been pushing Incredibles. It's not coming out for a couple more weeks. I've not hardly seen anything on Han Solo. Well, then you've been living in a cave, man. Well, or your head in the sand cuz it's been all over the place. I was in Vegas. So, yeah, there you go. You're in a whole different world, right? Uh, Free solo buttons available at Disney Springs starting on May 24th. What's today's date? May 23rd. So, So tomorrow. tomorrow. Uh, So, while supplies last, you, yes, guests, can pick up a complimentary solo button starting on the 24th at Disney Springs. They're going to be at the Star Wars Galactic Outpost, the Star Wars Trading Post, and the AMC 24 Theater will be also participating in the solo button. So go into any of these locations and guests can pick up a button. Awesome. So if you did not um, know, Donald Duck's annual pass holder magnets now available. Did you see this? Yeah. So this is, I have this article up uh, with uh, annual pass holder offerings that are available through June 29th. Is that what you're going to talk about? Yes, I am. Okay. So it looks like there's about four different offerings. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Just, well, it just says that this just says the Disney Donald Duck magnet. For pass holders, you can get them at Mickey's of Hollywood, Celebrity 5 and 10, Keystone Clothiers, Once Upon a Time, and Walt Disney Presents. And um, said, note the fine print from the Disney regarding the AP magnets. Not responsible for any lost or stolen or damaged items. What does that have to do with the magnet? I have no idea. (laughs) So also being an AP uh, holder this year through June 29th, you will have available, you could purchase the new uh, Toy Story themed magic band. That's coming out for the upcoming Toy Story Land. The new land, and uh, you know, Vicky, that's going to be in, in listeners in Hollywood Studios, opens up on June 30th. The Magic Band becomes available uh, to the public uh, on June 30th. And if you want a uh, Magic Band, if you're not an AP holder, you can get it after, after that date. But uh, if you want to get it before that date, and you're an annual pass holder. You can pick up the new themed upcoming Toy Story Magic Band. So also, just, with the magic... Oh, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. Uh, at Annual pass holders can now receive a 20% discount at Hollywood and Vine and Disney Hollywood Studios. And that's just for a limited time. 
And also at Hollywood Studios, pass holders can watch exclusive viewings, and you can go daily to this, uh, listeners, to Incredibles 2 that Vicky was just talking about, sneak peek. And that's from 9 to 10 a.m. Uh, at uh, Hollywood Studios. Is that in the One Man's Dream Theater? I would assume so, because that's where they always have all the sneak peeks at. Yeah, that's what I thought. So um, they have five planning tips for people that are planning on attending the Disney World's Galactic Nights events on Sunday. Uh, May 27th, it's coming up, Memorial Day weekend, and you know it's going to be packed there, right? I forgot to mention something okay, for AP holders, I'm sorry, Vicky. that no, do good. want that Toy Story Magic Band before it's released to the public. If you show up again to the Mickeys of Hollywood, Celebrity 5 and 10, Keystone Clothers, uh, you can go ahead and, and, or once upon a time, you can go ahead and pick up that Magic Band. Awesome. Sorry, I forgot to mention that to our listeners. So they had five planning tips for people that were going to attend that. It says you should head to Hollywood Studios early. Um, Even though the official kickoff is not until 7 p.m., there's going to be people that are going to start lining up for that at 4 p.m. Be sure you dress your part for the Galactic Nights. You are permitted to have a costume that day for uh, the Galactic Nights, which is interesting. And it doesn't even say that they can't wear headgear, which I thought was a new policy. Is that not correct? You just can't cover the face. But so you couldn't be a stormtrooper. It just says dress your part. So, okay. So be Luke Skywalker or Princess Leia. You're set. You can wear headgear. You just can't cover the face. Gotcha. Says to bring your appetites because one of the favorite things at the Galactic Nights is the um, array of Star Wars goodies that you get to eat. Some of them are like lightsaber churros, the dueling gets pacho. I have no idea. Inspired by Jedi Master Koi Khan Jin and Darth Maul. Yep. Okay, red curry duck fries. Ooh, that does not sound good. I'm sorry. Sorry, Disney. And the sweet and sour fried drumstick. The fourth tip they have for you is take the time for the photo opportunities. There's going to be a lot of people that you can get pictures of, or pictures with, excuse me. The Death Star Emperor's Throne Room. Batu. Is that how you say that guy's name? Batu. B-A-T-U-U. Sure thing. Okay. I'm a Star Wars fan, but I'm not that deep into knowing all the characters. Okay. I know the main ones and the main storyline. Correct. And I'm a fan of just watching and having a good old time, but I'm not like Hefe, where I dig no. deep into Got all it. the canon comic books and books and, and all that good stuff. Gotcha. So uh, you'll also see Jedha Ewing and K2SO. K2SO is an awesome uh, droid. He's pretty cool. He was in uh, 3.5, you know, Rogue. Okay. Octu and Luke's Hut, Malachor Sith Temple, Jakku Luga Beast, Tatooine Jabba's Palace, Ta- yep. and Tatooine Junlan Waste. So that's something they said. But um, also, they said that you can meet other characters like Darth Vader, Chewbacca, and Rey. These are the ones I know. Kylo Ren, Captain Phasma, BB 8, Seven Sister. Jawas, Tusken Raiders, Imperial Stormtroopers, AWR Stormtroopers, and First Order Troopers. And I don't want to take too long on this, Nick, but I did want to tell you we did see a Stormtrooper in Las Vegas. Did you? Was it legit or was it, could you tell it was like made in someone's garage? No, it really looked like the ones that That's were at Hollywood Studios. So cool. it's probably a real Star Wars yeah. fan that owned, because, you know, I had a parent a couple years ago that owned Darth Vader and Stormtrooper original costumes. I have oh, no wow. idea how much he paid for wow. those. Well, he uses them to go around to for benefits in this for area chari- yeah. for charity, and he does charity events. So uh, that was pretty cool. I thought that it would be good to give tips for people that are going. So to you talked about events. Chewbacca and Ray, which are characters that you know. Right. So, uh, eh. Currently, there are students in our school that, because we don't know who Ray's parents still are still to this right. day. We have no idea. Uh, we ha- they have not, that has not been released within the film, right? We've given hints, but nothing's really been solidified. 
There are students that think Chewbacca is Ray's dad, by the way. So I thought that was an interesting theory. That is interesting theory right. because because Ray would be super hairy. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Chewbacca is a Wookiee, okay, which means that Ray would have. <laughs> A non-Wookiee mom? Or I have no idea, but that means Ray would be super hairy. And um, anyway. That is so funny. The kids are funny it, when they try to figure stuff out. It's so funny, isn't it? It's, well, I it's love awesome. to listen to your son talk about Star Wars because he's trying to give me his breakdown of how. Dude, that kid knows more than me. I, I swear. He, well, it's because he hangs out with Hefe. Yeah. I mean, I think that they talk Star Wars all the time. They do. They do. They do. Um, let's, let's move on here. Uh, I was talking to our listeners earlier about Walt Express. They have a new blog up there about the new after dessert party. So Magic Kingdom Park is going to launch their after fireworks dessert party on May 28th. So in just a few days. So if you're looking for some prime happily ever after viewing, um, get a spot, you know, the late night uh, fireworks show. There's going to be some late night treats now. And you have the options to, to choose from various packages. So the Magic Kingdom is extending their already popular fireworks dessert party options with a new fireworks after fireworks dessert party. So starting on May 28th, like I was saying, participating guests will be treated to a reserved viewing space in the Plaza Garden to watch the nighttime spectacular, followed by an exclusive dessert party at Tomorrowland Terrace after the show's finale. I'm not going to bore you with the rest of the article. Let's see here. It goes on to talk about holiday events. So along with special holiday fireworks, guests will be taking part in the after fireworks party on July 3rd through the 4th or during select nights of Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party and Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Uh, let's see here. Admission to the party is $69 for adults and $41 for children. Why they wow. don't make it an even 70 and 40, it got me. I don't know. Because they, they want to make it sound like... It's just like... That's a... Um, a business deal where you want to make it sound like you're getting a better deal for the money. Does that make it? Wouldn't, it, wouldn't 41 wouldn't sound better if it was just 39 then? Well, maybe so. Anyway. I don't know. So did you hear that they named the new Spider-Man character uh, Mysterio? Who's going to play that part? Now that moved. My computer moved on its own. It H- having more user issues? No. I'm not having user issues. I think you are. No, I do not. What about Spidey? So the new Spider-Man villain. is Venom? Gonna, no, villain his oh. name is going to be Mysterio. Okay. Is going to be played by Jake Gyllenhaal. And I don't know how I feel about that because I've never seen him play a bad part. Who is he? Um, Sounds familiar. I'm thinking maybe I should know who this person oh, is. I'm going to have to look up who, what kind of movies he was in. He, He's mostly in like romantic comedies or that's what I think of him for. While you're looking it up, I'll talk about Disneyland. I'm going to take us over there okay. if that's cool. Disneyland yeah. Resort expanding now their Halloween time dates to September 7th. So it sounds like they're expanding it one week. Looks like they're starting one week sooner than usual. So between September 7th and October 31st, uh, Halloween time will return to Disneyland Park at Disney's California Adventure. It's going to begin, let's see here, Disneyland Park, Main Street USA will be uh, will welcome guests to the festivities as the Pumpkin Festival returns. Let's see here, also guests can also enjoy the haunted theme transformation by riding the returning fan favorite, it says attraction, the, the Haunted Mansion Holiday and Space Mountain Ghost Galaxy. That sounds really neat, Vixter. I love how they overlay the rides at Disneyland. They need to do more of that at Disney World. Let's see here. In California Adventure, which I really thought, you know, like the Haunted Mansion would have an overlay during uh, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas with Jack the Pumpkin King and stuff. And it didn't have anything. I was was truly shocked. In California Adventure, Benavista Street, 
uh, will be uh, stylishly themed, as it says, with the Halloween decorations and Carthay Circle Theater will feature a swarm of swirling bats. It looks like Cars Land's going to be transformed into uh, the Master's Junkyard Jamboree uh, will become the Master's Graveyard Jamboree. So they're just overlaying all this stuff. Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout will once again change into the Guardians of the Galaxy Monsters After Dark uh, each evening in Hollywood Land. So, the Mickey's Halloween party will take place starting on September 19th. It's going to last all the way through October 31st. That's awesome. Yeah. So, okay, so Jake Gyllenhaal, by the way, a youngin, although he's about, you're 80 or 81? 81. Okay, so he's a year older than you. Okay. He has done, he started as a little boy in City Slickers, is what he started in. Okay. And um, he's been in movies like A Dangerous Woman, October Sky, uh, I'm trying to him broke back mountain which was a huge uh award winner for him zodiac brothers prince of persian the sands of time love and other drugs he's in a lot more okay i know who you're talking about when you said sands of here. time now i know i know who you're talking about now not just say sands of time yeah so um he has now been picked as this villain and and it's just not a character that i recognize him for he's been in more i could see him playing a villain though well i mean maybe he's trying to broaden his you know how some actors don't right. want to get stuck in a rut and that's that probably what is what's happening here speaking of actors nice segue there dwayne johnson is going to try to live up to walt's legacy with the upcoming jungle cruise film and now that's according to him Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And in just a second, Brad, I'm going to have you insert a clip here of uh, The Rock signing his contract. So Dwayne The Rock Johnson currently posted a video. We're going to have that for you in just a second of him signing a contract for the upcoming live action Jungle Cruise film. Johnson mentioned that undertaking this film is nerve wracking for him when he was first starring, uh, starting his acting career. And he says about 15 years ago, he saw the trailer for Pirates of the Caribbean, the curse of the black pearl. And since then has dreamed of being in a film inspired by an iconic Disney park attraction. He mentioned his nerves come from the responsibility of living up to something that Walt Disney himself had in hand or had a hand in. Johnson also said, this is coming straight from him. Walt and I will do everything in my DNA to make you proud. Uh, world, I will do everything to make a movie that does not suck. Now that comes straight from The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. I love him, and I love that he's doing more family movies now. Not that he can't do the other, but you know, I think he's he knows he's a... So he's not doing Fast and the Furious. He's, he's doing Disney films or like, so Jungle Cruise, Jumanji, Rampage. Well, he knows the kids look up like to him, that. and I think I, I appreciate... I hope that that's what he's thinking. Well, he still needs to watch his mouth in his films if he thinks the kids look up to him. Even in oh, those like, movies? Dude, my kiddo, oh my gosh, and Jumanji and Rampage. So my kiddo kept looking at me like, oh, dad, he just said a naughty word. I'm like, yeah, he did. And like five seconds later, I guess same I didn't thing get to see Jumanji over over. yet. I, need to, I think it's on DVD now. So no, it's but he does a good job of playing in children movies and not coming across cheesy. You know okay. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of some, some Disney, or not Disney films, but some children films or child films, you know, where they have, uh, like he was in one about uh, where he was a hockey player. Right. And that was Tooth awful. Fairy. Oh my gosh. So oh, I love that and, movie. Right. Which I know it probably was supposed to be, but. I think he's gotten a lot better as an actor. Probably because he's starring in more and more roles. And I really think that uh, Fast and the Furious really defined him 
as an actor, you know? When he came, well, yeah. in, came in on scene as Scorpion King, that was okay. It was a flop. But once he got in, man, to Fast and Furious, boy, that changed the whole the whole game for him. And now, you know, he got Rampage. He got Jumanji. Now he's setting in uh, this new upcoming Disney film, Jungle Cruise. And so let's go ahead. This will be a good time right now to go ahead and play that uh, video real quick of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Can you smell what The Rock is cooking. Here we go. I'm a little nervous because this Monday we start shooting our Disney's Jungle Cruise, but I'm excited about that, but why I'm nervous is because uh, just delivered to my trailer is the biggest contract of my career. Uh, this is to shoot Jungle Cruise. I'm getting ready to sign it, and the reason why I'm a little nervous right now is because uh, about 15 years ago, I dreamed of this moment. I saw the first trailer for Pirates of the Caribbean, and I thought, man, one day I would, I would love to make a movie for Disney based off uh, an iconic ride, a legendary ride. And here we are today. So I'm getting ready to sign this contract. This uh, movie meant a lot to Walt Disney himself. He was the very first skipper for the Jungle Cruise ride. So Walt, I would do everything in my DNA to make you proud. And world, I would do everything to make a movie that does not suck. All right, so here we go. I'm going to put Dwayne Johnson right here. Guys, the pen's out of ink. Bo, the pen, come on. Hiram, I told Hiram, you. the pen Jesus, is out of ink. I absolutely love The Rock. That was awesome. I, You know, I follow him on Instagram, and he posts stuff all the time, Vixter and listeners, of just him around the house. You know, a lot of celebrities will post only if they're on set or if they're at some celebrity event. He'll just post simply when he's around at the house with his daughter, eating breakfast, or while he'll post stuff while he's on set or on a red carpet for some review or opening of some movie. But out of a lot of other actors, man, I'll tell you what, he really posts things of just his everyday life, and that's what I really love about him. He does, you're right, he seems personable, and he connects to the public. He really does. You know, and he's done a great job through the years of doing that tour, traveling the world, uh, and saying, you know, giving speeches to armed forces uh, around the world, to all the troops and stuff like that that are being deployed. And uh, a very respectful individual, you know. Uh, he, what was it in wrestling? What was he called? The People's Champ or something like that? Oh, that Do you I remember don't know. that? No, I don't. Oh, yeah. So uh, he definitely embodies that. And so just really neat, man. Really, really neat. So you had mentioned earlier about the TTC, and I had a connecting article to it, and I'm trying to locate where it is. And this is user because I was trying to do two things at once. So did you see that the new world, you talked about this a little bit either last week or the week before, that they were going to have this new lost and found recovery system. It is now gone live, the one that you were talking about. Oh, really? So let's go ahead and start inputting some stuff. I'm not at the parks, but let's say we lost some items. And I'm now back home. <laughs> and I've moved. So, um, and it's not just for the parks. It's also for Disney Springs. And the resorts and everything, right? So and it's one website for everything. Correct. So once you realize your item is lost, you fill out an online report. And it gives you a link and allows Dimmy, Dis, <laughs> Dimini. It allows Disney and their cast members to start looking for your lost item. The and cruise see if they can line, find it. yeah. <laughs> Drop something over over the balcony. <laughs> no, because <laughs> no, I know. Put that into the lost and found. My wife fell overboard. <laughs> That's not funny because it's happening. That happens a lot more every year than you think, and some of them we don't hear about, which is sad. Anyway, okay, so it's live. Moving on. Well, I'm just saying. So you're the one that said it was lost. So now it's live. Check it out. If you what did. is it? What's the site? You're building this up. What's the site? They didn't give us the site. Oh, let's do a little googly search real quick. A googly googly, search. man. It doesn't say the, the new the new lost and found site. Okay, new lost and found site. Disney. What is it? 
It looks like lost and there you go. Um, nope, it's just giving me a dot go. See? Oh, I got. Let's see here. You probably can get through to the regular DisneyWorld.com site, I would assume, because everything else is is linked to that. I wonder if you have to log into your My Disney Experience. No, you do not. So here's the website: www.chargerback one word dot com forward slash Disney World. So is there one for Disneyland? No, uh, Disney World encompasses all of them. Okay. Though. I mean, because you can book vacations. It's got everything: blankets, pillows, bottles. Uh, cases, containers, cell phone, clothing, drugs, or medical equipment. Yeah, I uh, lost my doobie. Uh, no. Duty free? They're talking What's duty free? No tax. That's, okay. um, that has to do with cruise line, cruise line stuff. Losing what, though? What's duty free stuff? Things that you, like, things you purchased out of the country and then Oh, God, again. okay. Electronics, entertainment stuff, eyewear. They got everything. Hoodwear, or headwear, excuse me. Housewares, IDs, jewelry, keys, you lost your luggage. <laughs> right. That's what it says, house wares. Uh, membership cards and tickets, money and gift cards, musical instruments. Oh, my gosh. Others in the middle of it, not at the bottom, by the way. Photographs, religious articles, souvenirs, sports equipment, toiletries, and hair products. Toys and pets. <laughs> lost my pet. Your pet would probably you, you be You give a date of, of loss, where it was lost, and let's see here, the options you have. Theme park, magic park. Our Magic Kingdom Park, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom, Typhoon Lagoon, Blizzard Beach, Disney Springs, ESPN, Wide World of Sports. Aren't they shutting that place down? Um, uh, they're miniature, updating some of Miniature it. golf courses and the transportation, buses, monorails, and watercraft. There's nothing in here for Disneyland. So there's got to be either a separate page for Disneyland. I wonder if it's forward slash Disneyland. Or if there isn't one for Disneyland yet. You know, Disneyland usually is behind in a lot of areas. Uh, not because they choose to be. And that doesn't make any sense because that's original. You think it'd all be one encompass in one system. You would think. So you have contact information. You put your information down. Is there anything saying that what you what you're putting down is true? You know, so I could see people just filling this in, trying to get free stuff. Uh, there is a terms of service. I'm not going to go ahead and read it. And there's also a privacy policy. So di- two different policies you have to read. Let's see if we forward slash Disneyland. If that anything comes up. Well, I just think it's interesting because... No, nothing comes up on Disneyland. If you really lost a pet, <laughs> doesn't that pet need to be taken care of? I mean, it, you just, you're just saying you that's lost one of a the pet. Headings. Yeah, you just lost a pet, man. All right, moving on. Let's see here. Uh, so there's a lot of talk about producing a Lando Calrissian film. So if you know who Lando Calrissian is from Star Wars, he's the scoundrel, right? The, the guy that's... Uh, well, I wouldn't say greedy because also Han Solo is greedy as well. But this is the one that's just, a, you know, a sleazeball, a slime. Well, I'm, I'm explaining. I'm actually, these are characteristics of Han Solo. Okay, so he's just another smuggler. Uh, Lando Calrissian, one of a, one of fans' favorite uh, character, by the way. So there was a premiere in France, uh, and it was revealed that while Lucasfilm is, uh, their top priority isn't Lando Calrissian. Kathleen Kennedy was saying, though, that we would love to tell a story about Lando Calrissian one day. But it's not relevant. It would be fun. She went on to say, you know, she went on to talk about the story of Han and Chewie. But the fact that she mentioned it at this premiere hints to the fact that maybe Disney is thinking about producing a Lando Calrissian film, which I think the fans would actually love. Now, I'm not even going to ask you if you know who Lando is, Vicky, because you probably do not. I do not. I'm very sorry to tell you. Okay. I'm trying to get better. I just, it's, you know, just not me. I'm sorry. Very, very sorry. So it'd be another spinoff film. 
Disney moving on over to Pixar. Disney's considering to allow John Lasseter back to return to Pixar after a leave of absence. Good call. Good call is what you're saying? Don't you think? I mean, look what he's done. So, you know, there's been multiple reports. You know, at first it was he took a sabbatical. Then it was he was put on a leave of absence. Then you heard he left on his own because of accusations. And you just didn't know what to believe, but you knew something wasn't right. So now in this article, they're calling it a leave of absence. After a a six-month leave of absence, back in November of 2017, after accusations were brought forward for unwanted workplace hugging and other missteps, right? I wonder what those other missteps were. Interesting. So according to the Wall Street Journal, this comes from Wall Street, executives at the Walt Disney Company have had a discussion on bringing Lasseter back to work in a capacity that reduces his uh, supervisory ability but would also still allow him to utilize his creativity influences without the liability that could come from his um, being in charge of thousands of employees. So as of now, Disney has not given any indication as to whether or not Lasseter will return. Um, But May 21st, which is... It's past. It's our, it was yesterday. It was two days ago. Two days ago. Um, it's his six-month mark. Exactly. Six months exactly. That would be very interesting for him to come back and not be in charge of thousands of people, right? Like, what would he do? I mean, initially, they're in essence, they're saying give him some sort of creative role. Would he be willing to come down and, and be looked upon as stepping down? I don't know. I just... What would the other employees think about it? Will I don't this, know. Will other employees think, so here's a man that got away with some things that obviously warranted a leave of absence from people turning in some complaints. So the employees... Is that fair to the employees that are affected by his missteps? And, and that's the only thing. We only hear one side of the story. We're not hearing both sides of the story so that we can get a... Right. I just feel like this thing has gotten out of control. Six six months. He was gone six months. I mean, you could only assume. I'm not sure if this actually took place. But, Vic, you could only assume an investigation took place. Right. No. And then maybe they found out that it was being out of control. Do you know what I'm saying? Six months later. Usually, though, when you find something's erroneous, it's within a week. Oh, it's an erroneous. Or within 30 days. We're talking six months. So I don't know. You could only assume. And I only know this because... uh, being part of organizations that conduct these interviews and organizations, if it's that long of an of a term where he's on leave of absence, usually there's a lot of people you've interviewed. And you're well, trying I mean, to cross-check that with other individuals that were involved that are saying the same story. True. It, you know what I'm saying? So all that process takes a long time. Well, I mean, look at the Cosby case. It took forever. Yeah. Uh, I just feel like, and I was harassed at work as a teenager. Oh, you're not, not just a few years ago. No, not just a few years ago. No, I was not. Well, that's a whole other story. I just feel like people take it out of control. We've lost our kidding factor. Like you and I kid all the time. But if we weren't who we were, we could turn each other in and say that it was a sexual harassment. Do you know what I'm saying? I feel like everything now. So the accusation and you're just, boom, put on a leave of absence. Yeah, but I'm saying, yeah, but within a week you'd find out it's erroneous. Not always. I feel like then they feel like they're going to interview every woman or every whatever employee that's ever worked with that person. in my personal experiences, being on this, the investigation side of it, like not being investigated, but investigating, the longest t- 
term I have known of anyone being out of work, put on a leave of absence for something that came across false was 45 days, maybe. Um, and then that was it. Uh, after you, you know, you do your, you, you do your investigation, you get your initial report, you know, you talk to the victims involved and the main victim, you find out there may be more, or maybe you talk to the main victim and you find out, man, these stories or accusations are hitting dead ends. There's not really much truth to this. And then you find out that maybe the story is uh, elaborated very well, where it's being exaggerated, you know, and it really wasn't taken, you know, it was taken wrongly on this person and this person interpreted it differently here. And it's just a wall, you know what I'm saying? It's like, no, I, I mean, look what's going on in our own state. Oh, now right, that, right. With, now our, this with person, our governor. Now, now they've completely withdrawn. It took oh, more did than- she really? Yeah, that's what I heard from last week. Oh, no, no. There's some more stuff going on. There's other other accusations have come out. Oh, well, regardless, I just feel like we're just trying to get somebody in trouble. We're ticked off. So this is what we're going to do. Just like I feel like the kids can do to us at school now. And they know that. Um, oh, well, they're not going to allow him to, you know, they're not going to allow him to be in charge of thousands of people anymore. So obviously something happened to where you're not going to put him in that leadership role. So if it was well, maybe false, they're guarding him. if it's false, you remove the individual or individuals that made the accusations and they're gone. You bring him back in, you release a statement, and then you, you you go on with your happy lives. To come back and take a step down, actually he's taking a leap down, it sounds like, according to this article from the Wall Street Journal, something had to have happened, that there's some truth to this. I understand that, but I think in, in some cases it may be a protection on his part, making sure that he doesn't have those situations, you know, not... I hope nothing happened. I really do. Because John Lasseter is the face of Pixar. I know. And he worked for Walt Disney Animation Studios in the past. And then he, he took on Pixar. He came back. He was in charge of both entities, the animation studios, Disney and Pixar, because they're, they're all in one now. Right. And so to have that person back would instill you know, pride, would instill... Um, that creativeness that they're looking for. When you, when you have that veteran back in your league, it, it, it does wonders for the organization, right? It's right. like any sports team. When you bring veterans in that have won their championship before, right, for that sport, it instills a little bit of pride, a little bit of hope. Now, I hope he did nothing wrong, but in, on the side note, though, if he did and he's allowed to come back, uh, is it fair to... The employees that are still working there that it may have effect, you know affected. I don't. I mean, I. But again, you bring up a good point, though. We don't know the whole story. We don't. But if they're willing to take him back, then we just need to go on that because we don't know both sides of the story. We're not the judge and jury here. So uh, the Trolley Car Cafe has a solo cupcake. Did you see this? So I thought while you're there, you need to get it. It has intergalactic rock on this cupcake that you can get for five ninety nine or use your snack credits. Intergalactic rock? I think it's just, you know how they have those they should candy. Call them, they should call them force crystals. It looked like, um, it li- really looks like little black rocks all over the top of this cook, uh, cupcake. Okay. So I think you need to get one for Colin while you're there. It's at the trolley car there at the corner of, uh, we know when you first enter in Hollywood to do is right at the corner. It's got a Starbucks inside of it. That's the trolley car. Cafe. Oh yeah, right there. Right. So while you're there, be sure you get him a solo cupcake. You want to talk about the Pixar Pier premiere? Did we talk about that last week? A little bit. I think we kind of did already. Yeah, we did. I'll go ahead and skip that then because I think we've talked about that the last two weeks. Uh, Let's let's go. Let's jump over to the Disney minivan drivers. They can now join unions. Thought that was funny. Because? 
they were just created, and here's a job that's been left out. Yeah, you can join unions now. Oh. I, I just thought it was funny. I don't know. I don't Why? know. Why? We're in a union. Last Tuesday, Tampa's Regional Director of National Labor Relations Board granted a request to add minivan drivers to the resort's existing bus drivers union. Okay, so there you go. They're joining the, the transportation union. A collective bargaining agreement with Disney World allows new workers to join existing unions. In July, Teamsters Local 385, a coalition that represents the Disney bus drivers, requested to clarify if 60 new ride service associates, also known as RSAs, by the way, would be joining the Service Trades Council Union. These RSAs were brought on in late 2016 in collaboration between Disney and Lyft, for the launch of the mini vans service man so even back then they were already working ties to bring them into the union back in 2016 and mini vans didn't come out until 17 2017 right uh i guess it makes sense it just seems like a long time ago tampa's regional director david cohen said that disney's provision in the union deal only prevented existing workers from joining the union but did not prohibit new workers from joining unions. Cohen went on to say that the council has never waived its right to represent new workers. The Service Trades Council Union also expanded from 29 to 130 job classifications since 1972, and the RSAs are considered another new job classification. I am just boring you guys here. So, long story short, <laughs> minivan drivers can now join unions. Like we have, and you fight for us on a I, Daily I, do, I do fight yes on an hourly basis I, I fight for you guys it seems like it's lately it has become yeah. uh needed more so in the last couple of years so i wonder um i know this is not a part of disney but i wonder if uber has a union then because i mentioned lyft and other yeah yeah i'm sure they do right they, maybe i don't know i don't know but i'm actually disney considering minivans, disney minivans you know those were actually created and started by disney so it only makes sense that they have their own union i just thought it was funny that they have their own union because i not that they're small i'm not saying they're a small entity but in the course of disney i mean comparison of disney and and transportation such a small group of people but they have a right though at the same time in the article does it say that the other transportation carriers the bus people do they have yes they do okay yeah they do okay i'm sorry if you said no no it's all good it was a very boring article and you probably tuned out I get it. Because when you're talking, Vicky, and I, I tune out. I'm <laughs> I know you I do. kid, I kid. Go ahead. So um, I just have an update on the All-Star Movies Resort refurbishment because we talked about this. We did. Well, I told you it's going to be happening. Right. So they are, have now done Buildings 10, which is the Buzz section, and Wood, Building 9, which is Woody's section. They're, are, they're currently working on them right now. And they're refurbishing them to look a lot like the Pop Century Rooms, the new ones, which I'm hoping you get one of them to take pictures to show us why well, you're... Well, I better get a new one. <laughs> the price I'm paying. Oh, well, it, you know, it'll be worth it. You'll love Pop Century. We did. So the thing that I find the most interesting in it's I, it does not say this in this article, though. They're changing all the double beds to queen size beds. I'm sorry. There's a hair on my microphone. It's driving me crazy. Every time I talk, I can see it flying. From your mustache. Yeah, it's my mustache. Um, anyways, all the uh, full size beds are being made into queen size beds. And I want to know if that's a sign of our society because we are bigger than we used to be in the past. No, no. Everyone is. Or is it like, more comfortable? No, you go anywhere in the world. People say that the Americans are the most obese people in the world. But I tell you what, just from traveling, it is everywhere. It is not just America. Well, it's easier to point it out to somebody else. So here are the things that you can look forward to in the refurbished rooms. And they will continue to do movies and then move on to music and then to sports from there. So it'll have the vinyl wood plank floor. It's going to have two 
two queen size beds. However, one of them is going to be the Murphy bed that you like, Nick, where it folds down. You fold it up and make it a table. They have the wall mounted flat screen TV. They have the USB ports, a pocket door between the living room area and the bathroom. The mirror in the bathroom is going to have LED lighting now because um, it's supposed to be better for your makeup, you know, because you need to put on a lot of makeup to go sweat it off at Disney World. It has a sliding glass door in the shower instead of shower curtains for less uh, mess. Nice. And These are um, some major upgrades. Now, yeah. I'm glad they have a Murphy bed because my initial reaction in my head was, wow, if they're upsizing the size of the beds, it's going to make the room smaller. Right. But and they, they're already kind of small. Yeah. I mean, they're purposeful for what you need. And I have to commend you. Like, honestly, I know I'm cutting off. I apologize. But I want to give you some props here because you reported on this. It's been some months. Yes. And we kind of found out just through the grapevine and stuff that you were way ahead of anyone else reporting about this on a lot of other podcasts and media. So I don't know where you got your your news. Uh, I don't know where you got the story. Probably from some individuals that you know that work down there, but maybe so. But uh, I'll wow, never tell. I just, looking back, I'm like, wow, you know, like no one else has been talking about this, and even on other podcasts that we listen to, uh, other listeners were asking other about hosts, the refurbishments, and, yeah, and they had no idea what they were talking about. They're like, so, no, we're not having any refurbishments. So, so I, I was like, good, good for you, Vicky. That's all I got to say. So sometimes it pays off to dig. So they're going to have extra shelving in the vanity area, which as a woman, I commend them for because a lot of times I don't know what your uh, vanity looks like when you're on your vacation because it's just Aaron. But with Kaylee and me and Brad, I'm weird. I'm weird. I uh, whatever I get out, I immediately put back away in my suitcase exactly where it was and zip it up and lock it up. I'm just like that. I'm weird. I no, know I, I am. That doesn't make you weird. That's I what Joey does. I what I use. Right. And put it back as soon as I'm done. And that's what Joey does. And it's stored. Because he just, I think, then he knows where it's at. It's where I think he does right, it. Right, right. But um, we always put ours out. It also has an electronic safe rather than the key that we used to carry around, which always made me a nervous wreck. So what, you, what do you mean a key? You always had a key for your safe? Yeah. I always just punched in numbers. Or you can use your credit card. So you must have had a newer one. I had a key um, for care. Every visit I've ever been on, because you know, you know what I'm putting in there, my right? Stuff, but yeah. So anyway, they'll have electronic ones. So they were, I guess, the all-star movies and and music weren't up to date on that portion of it. They also have a mini fridge with the glass door. We talked about this with the pop century so that you can see what's in your refrigerator. I don't know if that's to help you remember that you have stuff in there because I got to tell you on the last day, we always check the fridge to make sure we've emptied it. Wait a minute. What does it do? It does what now? It you, helps you remember that you can see your stuff in there. It's Oh, so I'm it's sh- a window. Yeah. You know, that's the newest thing. I mean, if you go to Lowe's, Home Depot, all the mini fridges are all glass fronts now. Well, it helps me remember, hey, I got that soda in there. I need to drink it or something like that. We've put food like, you know, how you guys went to the um, caramel corn place over in Germany. And we put something in there. Totally forgot that we put it in there. And we're like, oh, my gosh, we didn't eat that yet. And so it helps you remember, I think. Like Tim. Tim forgot that he had his shirt <laughs> in there. <laughs> and it froze. Oh, Tim. If you're listening, buddy, hey. Coffee makers will be standard in every room. They haven't been in the past, but they will be now. So... I'm looking forward to this, Nick. I don't think that they'll be done with the movies and on to music by the time I get there this year, but it'll be fun to look at. And I'm sure if you went and asked at the desk, they probably would show you a refurbished room if at all possible, if you were interested in seeing one. And hopefully you're going to have pictures for me to post up on Facebook for us to see of your room. Uh, sure thing. I don't take a lot of pictures, but I will of the room just for you, Victor. <laughs> you need to take a lot of pictures I so will, I can post I them will. on Facebook. So Disney reveals new Rainbow Mickey collection in celebration of Pride Month. And 
celebration of Pride Month, Shop Disney has released a new Rainbow Mickey collection, which features 11 new items from Rainbow Mickey ear hats to Rainbow Mickey tank tops, pins, sunglasses. So here's some of the items, Vic, that you can get. A Rainbow Mickey collection travel pack. And the first thing that came to mind, you know how fanny packs are in style again? They are. Oh, you haven't seen you. You haven't noticed? No, I see people with them. I didn't know they were back in. Oh my god! My mom will like, be happy. So my cousins have them now. Everywhere they go, they have them on the side. Uh, my buddy Mark, his daughter, uh, and she goes to the same college. No, no, she doesn't. She goes to Mo the Bears. State. The Bears. Who are the Bears? Mo State. Mo State. Is that where your daughter goes? No, Kaylee goes Truman. Okay. Anyway, all of her college friends and pictures of her sorority, like when they went out for spring break and stuff, they're all wearing these fanny packs. That's what I thought of. I thought of the, the fanny pack collection. They have Rainbow Mickey collection hats. Uh, all of this is Rainbow Mickey, by the way, so I won't repeat myself. Sunglasses, fitted tank tops, uh, T-shirts, all those stainless steel water bottles, pens, um ear hats and uh it says icon and standing pins so they're telling you to start your day with sunrise yoga at the all-star movies resorts so they're going to start offering sunrise yoga on friday mornings at the resort i'm in you're not going you're not going to be at the you're going to be at the sports resort you're going to run on Where's over? The set? this is at the all-star movies all the dads are going to make sure they're in the very back <laughs> so they can participate in yoga very nice so the yoga session can hold <laughs> that up. That is awesome. It can hold up to 20 guests and it begins at 8.15. It's for all ages and all fitness levels. And they're encouraging children to do it too, but they want an adult with They'll them. They'll have that one creeper that signed up for every class every day that always sits in the back, does nothing. Like, um, like oh, what like is Like me. No, I was trying to think of that. Who is that guy that played? He's a goofball from SNL years ago. And Will he, Ferrell? No. I thought his There's name was There's a lot John of goofballs Yeah, there, there is a lot. But anyway... He actually was on uh, Grown Ups, and he did that. He acted like he was the instructor, and uh, so that he could see them bend over and stuff. Oh, yeah! I anyway. have no idea that that would be me, though. Probably. So, other uh, Walt Disney resorts that are going to also host the Sunrise Yoga will be the Saratoga Springs Resort. Theirs will be at seven a.m. at their pool. We'll not be signing up for that one. I'm like seven wow, a.m. Seven a.m. Well, we do that for a, a nice Disney uh, morning, I mean, Christmas morning, but we don't do that every day that we're there. And then it says to stop by the world premiere food court at the All-Star Movies Resort, and you can get yourself a fueling up breakfast with the bounty platter, which... So they want you to do yoga and then go buy this big old breakfast of scrambled egg, sausage, bacon, potatoes, and a Mickey waffle. Now you know why they want you to do yoga. But they're trying to be healthy, but then they... So the yoga comes before? Yeah. Not after? You do the yoga, and then you go eat, it says. I guess if you did it after, you had everyone puking all over the place. I don't know. They also have, did you see this, the new purple wall slush? I did. I, I didn't have it to talk about, but Coming there, there to was the Magic Kingdom. items. Yeah, I saw that. I just, I'm all out, by the way, so whenever, you know, you go okay. ahead and finish the remaining of your articles. and I just think it's totally crazy. I know that that purple wall is there, and you know that the purple it's wall... It's iconic, man. Disney has... But now we're it, having a slush! Right. They're monopolizing on this thing, man. They're they're turning it into this big heated thing to where Disney wants all of us to spend all of our money on. On the purple wall. Well, anyway, yeah. you can... And you know how it is. Once one person does and a lot of others do it, then it becomes super popular that it already has. And you will have people spending that money. Yeah. Well, it actually sounds good. It has tapioca boba. See, there you go. <laughs> It's Terra Tea, Tapioca Boba Pearls, Whipped Cream, and Purple Sprinkles. And you can buy it at the Tomorrowland Terrace See, Restaurant. you're going to get yourself one when you go there. You're going to have yourself a purple wall slushy drink. It probably will be gone by the time, don't you think, by Christmas this will be worn off? Not if they sell a lot of them. 
this is true. So they have another update on the store story mania queue at Hollywood Studios. Yes, please tell us. We had we had lots of questions on this. So during the refurbishment, and by the way, I'm sorry, I still can't get a Toy Story Mania uh, Fast Pass. Go ahead. So during the refurbishment, the tracks of the ride had been shut down, which also caused the fast passes not to be available. So this person says that they're happy to report that the tracks of the ride have currently opened and the fast passes are now available. So you should check it out. They also have a standby line, of course. The standby line runs down where Cruz Ramirez is located. And it's also important to note that the Toy Story Mania will be completely closed from June 11th to June 18th when they're doing the finishing touches to Toy Story Land. The ride is scheduled to reopen on June 19th. But we're unsure where guests will be accessing the ride, whether it will be in Toy Story's uh, inside or if they'll still be taking it the old way that we know. And let's see. The Tropical Hideaway is coming soon to Disneyland. I wanted to do this because I make sure I hit my Disneyland from my friendly and my friends Ethan out there and whoever else in Cali that's listening to us. Um, If you hadn't heard this fun news, the former Aladdin's Oasis will soon be transformed into the Tropical Hideaway. The Tropical Hideaway is coming soon to Disneyland. It's a marketplace. Uh, where guests can shop and enjoy a meal nestled along the shores between the Jungle Cruise and Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. Ooh, that's oh, yeah, we, fun. We talked about this months ago. We did? Yeah. I it's, apologize. It's been, no, it's been a while. Go ahead. Okay. Well, that, that's all they really had was letting you know that that's going to open So up. I have my MDE up. I'm going to try to make my Fast Pass reservation. See, I didn't know that. I, didn't, I did not know you could start making them now. Well, and, and the reason why I couldn't, what was it again? Because they had it shut down because the tracks were shut down for the Toy Story whatever refurbishments they're doing to it so that you can come in from the other side. So they're having to relay the track, I guess, so that it bleeds into Toy Story Land rather than where we're used to coming in for the ride right there on Pixar Place Lane or whatever it is. Pixar Place. While you're doing that, Nick, I'm just going to touch on this thing. There were five new must-try additions to the menu at Flo's V8 Cafe in the California Adventure. Uh, Flo has classic shakes and it said vanilla, chocolate, and strawberry. I guess they didn't have those before. See, it's still telling me no more fast passes for this time or experience. And I've just tried morning, afternoon, and night. It's still telling me I cannot make a store store or Toy Story Mania fast pass. You should call into the Disney and see if they can make it for this you. This is ridiculous. It is crazy because they keep saying that we're allowed to and then you just can't. They have. This is the second article now. Right. At least second. At least. So these shakes, the thing that makes them uh, unique to Flo's Cafe is that they are topped with cookie crumbles because it's supposed to be like um, oh, asphalt that you put on the road and it comes in a souvenir cup. Uh, another new food that she has there is the cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Cheese. And so uh, it's a third pound patty topped with, you know, stuff you put on your cheeseburger. This is the one that I was pretty excited about. And that's Flo's Famous Fried Chicken. Because, Nick, if you think about it, you can get chicken tenders and chicken nuggets around the parks. But I hardly ever see a place that has fried chicken, which I love. Unless it's on like Prime a time. bar. Yeah. No, yeah. But, I mean, there's very few restaurants. And then you have the Cobb DeVille Salad. It's just a regular Cobb salad, so you get that. And then Fillmore's Pot Pie. So um, that stuff looks really yummy, and it's like getting to be lunchtime, so it's making me hungry. Anyways, that's all the news and rumors that I have for you right now. And I'm out too, man, so uh, I think we're ready. Vixter, why don't you take us back? So one more big announcement I have for this week. Two nights ago, spoiler alert for anybody who watches American Idol and has a DVR and has not watched it yet. So if you watch American Idol this season, turn your radio down or something for this next part. We, um, the American Idol was announced this week and it got down to the final two. And I was very happy with the final two choices, Caleb Hutchison 
and Maddie Poppy. And the cool thing is, because it's an ABC show, Disney is involved in this. This is why I'm talking about it. And that is Disney gave the top two choices of American Idol a trip to Alani in Hawaii. And they were totally psyched. These oh, that two. is awesome. It is awesome. But here's the even cooler part. The We've watched these. I know you don't watch that show, but you feel like you get to know the people in the show. Like, And these were a lot of these were kids. I mean, they were my kids' age. And these two happened to be 19 and 20 years old. And right before they announced who was the winner, the uh, guy announced that they were actually dating. So, like, their parents didn't know or anything. And so then they gave them this Alani trip. And they're like, so you get to take a plus one. Oh, wow. They're like, so what are you going to do? And they said, we'll just bring our parents to chaperone. And um, How cool. It was super cool. So they announced the winner. Again, I haven't said it yet. So if you haven't, you have time to turn the radio down. But the winner was Maddie Poppy, and I was so excited for her. And we just said that since they are a couple now, probably they could, she could work it out where he gets to sing with her. But what a neat, neat time. I know American Idol has changed over the years, but I like the turn that it's taking with Disney. After Simon Cowell left, I haven't watched it. Well, it was Lionel Richie, Luke Bryan, and Katy Perry. And I was a little nervous about Katy Perry, but I got to tell you, I really enjoyed her. She generally was excited for these kids. And, I mean, there was 15-year-olds that were making it into the top 10. So, I mean, it was a very young group of kids that got down to the final seven. And uh, But it was a lot of fun. And so I hope that uh, we get to have another. We already know it's on for another season at least. And it was fun, and I look forward to doing that. So if you're going to be in Alani, look out for Caleb Hutchison and Maddie Poppy because they might be there when you're there visiting. All right. So now you can take us back? Here we go. All right. We're traveling backwards in time. Right now, we're leaving the world of today behind. So if your imagination is ready, here we go. So May 23rd, 1996. This is interesting, Nick, because Disney joined with McDonald's in a 10-year multinational marketing alliance linking McDonald's restaurants to the Disney theatrical releases, the theme parks, and the home video releases. I am trying to understand why they are not still in connection. Because you talk about how you love, and I know because it's cheaper, but going with McDonald's, that is a smart partnership to me. Because kids like McDonald's, why did the partnership only last from 1996 to 2006? Why are they still not in partnership? Good question. I mean, because they're icons in themselves. And if they partnered together, you would only think that it could be better. I wonder if there were so much restrictions on Disney putting restrictions on McDonald's. Maybe. That yeah. McDonald's just pulled out. Or maybe vice versa. Who, who knows? I don't know. They both like publicity, so and they both like money, so who knows? And they make a lot of it. They, they do, do make a job. lot of it, yes. So... May 24th, 2017, you just allured to this earlier in our podcast, and that is, for six years in the making, Pandora is opened on May 24th, 2017 at the Animal Kingdom. It was dedicated and opened. The new land featured rides and restaurants and immersive entertainment based off the John Cameron 2009 Avatar movie. And including the Navi River, which I have ridden, and the Palida Passage, which you have ridden, and flying on the back of a banshee. The flying creatures on the fictional planet, that is. So they um, officially opened on Saturday, May 27th, but they were dedicated on May 24th, which is exactly a year ago tomorrow. And in time has flown. It seems just like yesterday. It does. I, you know that I was walking around when it opened up. Right. It, man, time has flown. Yep. May 25th, 1981. I thought this was interesting. The Kinder Care Center Child Care Facility opened at Walt Disney World. What happened to it? That kind of makes me want to 
delve into that and find out. They had a kinder care, child care facility for people at Walt Disney World in 1981, but they don't now. So something had to have happened. I kind of want to go and check into. No, that. they still do for like employees. Oh, it's for the employees' kids. For, well, I know they have one for like uh, for, cast the, members. for the cast members. Oh, okay, good. So anyway, then the, wow, then it's been in existence a while. It's going to be. Do they actually have a specifically a kinder care? Yeah, the kinder okay. care centers that it. Join forces. Yeah, because I know my buddy Chris, and, and he worked for them in early 2000s, I believe. You go back to, oh, geez, what was that episode? Um, take this job and shove it. Oh, right. It was like episode six or seven. Right. Uh, maybe within our first 10 episodes or something. He dropped his kids off at the Kinderker. Oh, okay. Yeah. Awesome. So it is still. That's pretty cool. I would like to go back, though, and read more about that because I think that's interesting stuff to know. What do the cast members do? Are, is that on site for them? Right. Kind of like hospitals have that for their uh, doctors and nurses. So May 26, 1999, it was exactly 44 years ago on that day that Dick Nunes retired, uh, or sorry, they had joined the Disney company. So he retired on the exact same day, 44 years later. Um, he was the chairman of the Walt Disney Attractions. And during the time that he was at Walt Disney, Disneyland grew from 600 cast members to 13,000 cast wow. members. And Walt Disney Disney World was transformed from undeveloped swampland in Central Florida to a vacation kingdom employing more than 60,000 people. So he saw a lot of growth in the time that he was with the Disney Corporation, 44 years worth. So he joined in 1955. Holy cow. That's uh, that's a lot. Just a few years after the park opened. Right. Pretty interesting. So May 27th, 1985, um, U.S. President Ronald Reagan and his wife visit the Epcot for the presidential second inaugural parade. Um, The original outdoor parade in January had been canceled due to bad weather in Washington. In DC. Did you say Nixon? I'm sorry. No, Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan. Okay. Um, for his second term, and um, th- sorry, it was canceled because of snow. And an indoor mini parade had been hastily organized in the Capitol Center Sports Arena. And 2,500 bandsmen from 16 states participated at Epcot on that day. And the event made television news and newspaper headlines around the world. The president is brought in by helicopter and landed at the American Adventure Pavilion. How cool is that? Going back to your story, sorry, uh, listening but wasn't listening. Um, I think I need to correct myself. What was that 1955 story again? It was actually in 1999. He had worked there since 1955. Who was this? With Disney. This was Dick Nunes. Oh, okay. So he was there when the park opened. Right. So park open. I want to correct myself. Park opened July 17th, 1955. So he's been there since park opening. I think I said a few years after the right. fact. It's Correction. Okay. It's all right. We all make mistakes. May 28th, 1966, excuse me. The It's a Small World attraction came direct from the World's Fair and opened in Fantasyland at Disneyland. And we know, you know, that's still a popular ride today. So it's not going anywhere. It's uh, a much better version there at Disneyland than it is Disney World, by the way. That's right. And what I, I forgot, I I know you've told me before, but what are your reasonings why you think that that's a oh, better... Oh, the facade on the outside. Okay. I knew there was up, a reason. going in. I mean, it's just, it's 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 cooler. You're not going into, like the one at Disney World, you feel like you're going into a warehouse. And Do you really? Don't you feel like that? You're going down the ramps and you feel like you're just going into a building into the ride. There, you start off outside and you are truly going transformed into this magical place. So you're already in the small world before you actually get inside. Is that what you're saying? The one in Disney World. Yeah. The one in okay. Disneyland. I mean, it's, it builds up to the to the fact that you're going into the ride. It's just, you just got to experience it. Go, you know, go YouTube it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely. And better yet, if you have... Go to Disneyland. If you have, well, that, you, well <laughs> that'd be the best option. 
But if you can, get VR goggles. I would encourage anyone to pick up VR goggles and ride. You can you can YouTube any of them on your phone in HD quality and ride these rides with your VR goggles on and it's like you're there. That's awesome. So my last piece of news for today, May 29, 2009, tied in with what I was just talking about right before I started history and that is American Idol. Thousands of fans start, uh, turned out at Disney's Hollywood Studios in May 29, 2009 because they heard that Chris Allen the one who had just been named the American Idol that year, the 23-year-old singer from Conway, Arkansas, was going to be there and perform. And so thousands and thousands of people showed up because it was a, a big thing in 2009, for sure. But uh, now it's back and it's under a new... It's under Disney, and I think that, that it's going to do well under Disney because they seem to just know how to market things properly. Thanks for bringing the history, Vixter. This concludes our rumors and news. We went over quite a bit. We're at an pushing an hour and 30 minutes, so this was a great episode, by Mr. the way. Mr. Brad's going to kill us. This, no, this was good. <laughs> Listeners, thanks again for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. And don't forget to check out our friends over at waltexpress.com. Go ahead and you can become that Disney expert. Just sign up for more deals, tips, and all things Disney. Check out their blogs. They got... Uh, a whole bunch of newer blogs up on their website, waltexpress.com. If you're thinking about becoming a guest or have a question or a comment, you can always contact us, 407-674-0414. If you're thinking about booking your next Disney vacation, go ahead and contact us as well at that number, or you can email us, travel at mousecapadespodcast.net. Hey, Vixter, I think it's about that time. Peace. And love. Have, have a magical, magical day, day, my friends. friends. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.